and we're back with another installment of the Raised by Sports podcast brought to you by Patreon and Captivate. Um, we're back with the Three Musketeers. You feel me? Yes, sir. We here. Let's get it. The, the, the big three. The big three. Hey, yes. Hey, I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's smooth. That's smooth. Yeah. But we got, we just going to cut right to the chase. None of that funny shit. None of that bullshit because um, we're, it, it's so crazy. The dichotomy is wild. Six months ago, we were scraping for shit to talk about with the pandemic. Yeah. I couldn't find the shit to talk about it. Now I'm overwhelmed. You talk about NFL, you talk about the NBA, like, I'm overwhelmed. We're going to hit the NFL first. We just finished week 11 um, in the NFL. Right now, our power rankings are as such. Steelers at one uh, because they're – are they 10-0 right now? Yes, sir. 10-0, yeah. Steelers at one, Chiefs at two, Saints three, Hawks four, Packers five, Colts, Rams, Bucks, Bills, and the Browns at 10. Um you know, the power rankings, they're, they're, there's not a whole bunch of movement um, as the season goes on because people are solidifying themselves and whatnot. The good teams are winning, the bad teams, the bad teams are losing. Uh, but what stands out to you guys with the power rankings this week? I didn't expect the Browns to be 7-3. and three. Like, yeah. especially knowing that they had lost Nick Chubb early in the year. They lost uh, OBJ early in the year. Baker Mayfield was playing like that, that shit pack. And these niggas are seven and three right now. I'm they're sick. Still paying like that shit. Like they're they're a very ugly seven and three. Like they are. If I look at their schedule, they beat who did they beat? They beat the okay. They lost the Ravens in week one. Then they beat the Bengals by five. Beat the football team by fourteen. Beat the Cowboys by eleven. Beat the Colts by nine. And they lost the Steelers. They beat the Bengals. They lost the Raiders. They beat the Texans by three. And they beat the Eagles by five. So I don't see a definitive, yeah, y'all are a threat win in here at all. You know what I'm saying? They had a, they had a chance to prove themselves against the Ravens and the Steelers, and they, they you know, weren't able to do it. I think that the biggest thing is they're like the Colts are a way better seven and three team than the fucking Browns, but the Browns somehow are still seven and three. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, but I mean, I'm, you know, from Cleveland, but dear God, I'm not a Browns fan, but I'm, I'm happy to see that they're actually going to make the playoffs. There is, there seems to be some type of coaching and quarterback stability in that franchise for the first time at the same time in like what seems like 10 years, probably even more than that. Oh yeah, much, much, much more than that. Um, I mean, shit, probably, this has probably been the most state, like at least foreseeable future as far as it being stable that they've probably ever had like in the last like 20, 25 years. But I think, I think honestly, like it's fun to poke at him. And like, I get, he's like the, him, like Baker and Carson are like the target guys for like, just people just shitting on them. But yeah. Baker has had a pretty straight season. Um, I think he gets a lot of flack because he's, you know, cocky and in commercials and all that type of stuff. But, like, just objectively speaking, <laughs> as you would like to say, Dre, he's having a pretty decent year. Um, I'm really proud. I was, you know, I, I was, I thought highly of the Browns. I thought they made a lot of good offseason moves. I thought Kevin Stefanski was the perfect coach for this team. Um, and, I mean, they're, they're playing well. Decent? He's he's having a decent year. So sixty percent completion percentage, eighteen hundred and fifty yards, fifteen touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's decent. 
That's decent. Is that decent? Okay. Okay. I mean, for a number one pick, no. Yeah. No, but that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're just looking at just quarterback play, just period, he's playing decent. Is he yeah. playing like a number one overall pick should be playing? No, but if, if he, he shouldn't have went number one overall. He he is one game away from not have from have not throwing a touchdown in a month. Last really? time he threw last time he threw a touchdown was October 25th in that barn burner with the Cincinnati Bengals where he erupted in the second half and threw five touchdowns, but he has not thrown a touchdown in his last three games. Jeez. How wish that record in the last three games? The record in the last three games is two and one. They lost the, the, the Raiders, beat the Texas by three, and then beat Philly by five. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think it's key, like for the Browns, like, like let's take baby steps. You know, this yeah, is a team I mean, two years you know, ago who was 0 and 16. Hey, so I think is, they'll, they'll, they'll definitely probably get in the playoffs this year. Maybe. Yeah, Losing I mean, the first game, but for the Browns for their fan base, they they might as well be twelve and four right now because this means a lot to them, you know, for knocking sure. on the door of the playoffs. But um, with me, my power rank, I mean, me just looking at the power rankings, <laughs> there is one thing that's that that's, that did step out. This is the first week all season we did not have the Baltimore Ravens. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I noticed with Tate, we probably won't attack. make the playoffs this year, to be honest. You don't think? Okay, and we we gonna we gonna we gonna get to the Ravens in a second because I got some scenarios for it. Um, but actually, let's let's jump into those real quick anyway. Um, so just like last week, um, these scenarios uh, make sense, nonsense. Let's get it. Um, make sense, nonsense. Patrick Mahomes is the favorite for the MVP now. Makes sense. sense. Wait, y'all both said two different things. Well, I think we both went at the exact same time. Go yeah, ahead first, Cal. I was gonna say I, I'm gonna say nonsense. I think he definitely has climbed the the uh, the pole to get back up there, like in that number one, number two spot. But I think that this year's MVP is a very open race. Like I feel like that a few people, the Tom Brady, well, Tom Brady's probably out of it, but Russ, uh, Tom dropped. Russ Allen, yeah, I would say Russ, Josh Allen, and uh, kind of are all neck and neck. Um, obviously, maybe if the if the the Vikings make a crazy comeback, Dalvin Cook can be in that conversation. But even then, uh, the only other person I had again was Alvin Kamara, and he's he's been doing his thing. But I think if Alvin he, Kamara, ha- he yeah. would have to do way more to kind of compete with Pat right now. Alvin had a, I mean, he had a decent game this past week, but you know, you know the way it goes. The quarterback league for a running back to, you know, what I'm saying, really get it. He has to be – they have to go crazy. And, I mean, I think people like Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook, they can't afford to have off games. Even if they yep. played – even if they played decently. Like, for instance, yesterday um, or Sunday, Alvin Kamara ran the ball 13 times, 45 yards. He did have a touchdown. Um, did not catch the ball once. And, you know, that is crazy for him. Yeah, that's, that's wild. This, other than CMC, he's probably the best receiving back in the league. Did not record one catch. Um, so, but I mean, Calvin, I don't know. Yeah, I think he might be on some on some good gas because I think Patrick Mahomes has been two at the worst all season. Yeah, I think I think I think just to answer the question, I think it makes sense. I think he's definitely the favorite. Um, will he win it? It's still up to be determined. Um, I think you know Russ is very much in play. I think Josh Allen is very much in play, but I think right now it would take either 
those guys playing out of their mind and their team winning, or it would take Pat Mahomes to have a, a steep decline, which I don't see. I think Pat Mahomes now is what at 28 touchdowns and two interceptions, 20, maybe 68, 68% completion, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions, 3,035 yards. Yeah, I mean, that's he's, that he's the that's only ridiculous. Back in the league to not play a bit, he does not have a bad game. He's yeah, and what, what are they nine? What are they nine and one now? Nine and one. Yeah, he's only thrown two interceptions both times. They were against the Ra- uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, um, but you know they had that. They gave him too much time on the clock last night, and he just he just put on not last night but Sunday night went seventy five yards in like five plays, and yeah. it's like you knew when he broke when he was doing all that dancing on the O line. You knew he was going. You know he was going to throw a touchdown. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, I, I wanted to go to Russ. Actually, I just want to see Russ get some MVP votes. Um, but it makes sense. Not Russ, it, Russ would be better if he didn't have 10 damn interceptions right now. Like, he's killing Russ himself. would also be better if his fucking offensive line wasn't shit. His offensive line is trash. What you saying, too? Yeah. yeah. But makes sense nonsense. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are not the favorite in the NFC. I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say nonsense because I don't think that there is. I think I think it's I think it's it's three across the board. I think it's Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Saints right now are probably all the favorite. They're probably all like I think all those three teams are about evenly matched. Um, so I wouldn't say I, I would I would just say nonsense right now because I I would say that they're definitely very much in that conversation for being the favorite. Yeah, um, the, yeah. Go ahead, go. I was going to say, I'm going to say nonsense as well. Um, a team that really surprised me, and I'm not just trying to be off the hype of the moment, but the Rams really looked good last night. They did. Um, especially against a, a high-powered offensive team like that, and now they have control over the division, over the Seahawks. They both have a 73 record, but I think uh, they have a better divisional record. Yep. I don't I don't think it's for um, it's a foregone conclusion that the, the Packers will make it to the NFC Championship. But we could see another Packers team like last year who got their ass buzzed by a team that has a better defense, i.e. the Rams. If the Rams' defense plays to to their strengths, there's nobody. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I I will say what I will. Jalen Ramsey and them boys, like, come on. Those are names, but that, that 49ers defense was on some other shit last year. Like, we don't just see, we don't just see Aaron Rodgers get blown out like that. But, but I, I mean the Rams, yeah, the Ram, the Rams are going to go as far as I would say Jared their defense Goff takes them. I would say Jared Goff too, but I think I think Jared Goff has found a, a nice comfort zone this this season. I think he's I think you don't have to necessarily worry about him this year. Like he may not yeah. go out and have four touchdowns, but he's not going to fuck up the game for you. But I think if that defense can play at a high level, that's going to be their deciding factor. I think the difference between the NFC and the AFC is that if I look at all seven playoff teams right now. I think all seven of them. Okay, wait. Mm. See, no, sorry, Wyatt, but I was gonna say all seven, but I don't know about the Eagles. Um, <laughs> I, just, hey. I was gonna say I think all seven of them could come out of the conference to the Super Bowl um, because right now, as the playoffs stand, it would be the Saints, Rams, Packers, Eagles, Seahawks, Bucks, and Cardinals. I do have an asterisk next to the Eagles though because I'm, I'm not sure. I think the Cardinals could either, to be honest. I think they're a good team, but I don't know if they would make it to the Super. Bowl. I mean, all the te- I mean, the if I think I think the I think the Cardinals could make it to the Super Bowl if they win their division. 
Yeah, I mean, because if it, they win their division, they would most likely be a top two seed, get some home playoff games. I think if, they possibly could. If Elon Manning didn't teach us nothing, all it takes is a little bit of luck and a good run. Very much so. All you is a good so. run. I think the Cardinals with Kyler Murray, dynamic as hell, that fantastic receiving core he's got. You know what I'm saying? I think that they can make that run. But if I look over to the AFC, I don't know if the Browns and the Raiders and the Colts are capable of making that run because I think. Oh, no, I don't know. Man, I, I, don't, I don't have faith in Phillip Rivers to do a damn thing. Well, no, not, not, definitely not the Colts. <laughs> um, but I was on the Raiders, though they lost on Sunday night, that Raiders team is good. They yeah. they have yeah. they 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 have a good team. That's gonna be a sneaky team. I could see them kind of being like how Tennessee was. Like you look up and it's like, how the fuck did they get to the AFC championship? Like, I think they could possibly be that type of team this year. Um, because I'm very impressed with Derek Carr this year. He's having a really good year. Um, Nelson Aguilar somehow, some way knows how to play football again. Um, and their defense is is very underrated. They just can't get a pass rush. Facts. Makes sense, nonsense. The Baltimore Ravens are, as of right now, clearly no longer contenders in the AFC. And by contenders, we mean somebody that we can see in that Super Bowl picture in two months. Makes sense. I it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I, I, I hate I to say it, but they don't look good right now. They don't. Yeah, they, they, don't. they don't they don't look good. Com- compiled on shit just isn't going their way. I mean, Ronnie Stanley getting out for the going out for the year. The COVID stuff now. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram have it, um, or have been placed on the COVID list. I'm not sure if they 100% have it. I know Marlon Humphrey and Patrick Queen; those guys had it like last week or so. Things just it's just it's it's just not going their way right now. So yeah, I don't think they're going to be a contender. Yeah, I think I think it's very hard for the Ravens to play from behind. Um, yeah. And I think I think a lot of weaknesses were exposed on Sunday against the Titans. Um, the defense just kind of seemed to kind of fade away down the stretch. Yeah, um, but see, that was the thing though. I I think it was more on the offense. Like we we played, we were down against them. We came out in the second half. We scored two straight. We didn't keep the gas on them. Like we we were up by ten points. I think. I mean, your defense, but, that's, but, but that but that's how. But you know that's how y'all team are. Y'all you, y'all can't win no shootout. Your defense. Your defense your defense, like, yeah. what I mean by when they faded is that I believe going into the second half or the fourth, I think going into the fourth quarter, Derrick Henry only had 35 yards rushing. He ended the game with over 100 yards rushing. And in that fourth yeah. quarter, I remember watching, he was just chipping away at y'all, easily, yeah. easily, easily chipping away. And then you could tell the defense was just fading. Also on that A.J. Brown touchdown. Oof, yeah. It's just like, I know y'all defense they- coordinator was fuming. They were trying to, they were trying to those, force a turnover, man. They, they, I will say, they looked soft as shit on that a <laughs> on that AJ Brown touchdown and the Derrick. There, there's no reason in hell Derrick Henry should have broke off thirty yard game winning touchdown. There, I'm, I'm sorry, there's no reason. Like you, you, like you, you sell, you sell out, and they just, it just it looked very soft, which is so uncharacteristic about the Ravens. Um, so they 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 got some they got some issues they got to figure out and. Yo, 
Y'all don't let them celebrate on y'all 50 no more. I saw the Titans were celebrating on the 50 <laughs> yards line in y'all stadium. Y'all can't let that happen no more, bro. If y'all yeah. face them next year, y'all gotta come lay that wood and blow them out. Cause they the they was talking shit to John Harbaugh. Like they Good was word. they well, came you, in there. Well, you, know, you know, you know, histor- historically we've had the Titans number up until last yeah. year. Like we used Not to beat more. the shit out of the Titans. Hey, this I mean Yeah, this, yeah. Hey, Mar- hey Mariota ain't there no more. Yeah, this ain't, this ain't this is this is there's always that time in franchises, every franchise, you know, there's that turning of the guard. You know, Patrick Mahomes was the turning of the guard in, in you know, Kansas City. This is not the, the doormat Titans that we've known for the majority of our lives. This is a new team, you know what I'm saying? And I'll, and I'll say it like this. I, I don't want to say that we're completely out of the, the conversation, but if we don't win Thursday, there's there's completely nothing we can do to even – be it brought do you into think that, that there's a chance that, like, what are the on a scale of one to ten? What are the chances, honestly, that y'all win Thursday? I think our chances are good. I, I think the thing is, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I said, what is Yeah, what scale of one to ten? <laughs> uh, I would say like a. I'm leaning at a seven. Y'all got I, a seventy percent chance of winning. Yeah, you have to think about it. Every Ravens and Steelers game is always tight and it's always close. And and sometimes that it just it comes down to luck. Who has the better game? Like we could have won the last game that we played against them. Um, yeah. And even on a game winning drive, we Willie Sneed dropped the dropped the ball. So like, I'm I'm not gonna say that we're gonna like crush these niggas, but like I definitely think we have a fight in this, and I, I feel like we might win. But if we do win, I, I'll have more hope. But until I see what we what we looking like Thursday night, I don't know. Oh, yeah. What, what yeah, chance do the, do the Ravens have of beating the, the Steelers Thanksgiving night? Um, I, I would give it. I would give it a six, just because you know I think it, internally the Ravens feel, the Ravens know this is this is essentially kind of their season almost. Yeah. Um, I, I think if you lose this game. You know, mathematically, yes, you're still in the playoff race, but that that's going to demoralize that locker room um, yeah. to get swept by your rival. You're in that that would move them down to like maybe tenth place in the conference. I'm not sure, if but they lose, move them. nah, it will move them down. If they lose and Miami wins, it will move them. Um, it would move tonight. them down to ninth. If they tonight. lose, if they lose the next, if they they would have to lose the next two games, and Miami, the Broncos, and Patriots all win um, their next. Yeah, two games but in the but it would it would. If they if they lose this game, it would put them significant. It would make making the playoffs significantly harder. Yeah, and I think that they're going to be hungry on Thursday. I think they're going to come out very very passionate. Um, and like Calvin said, like they you know they lost by four last game um, last time they played, and they played like dog shit. I mean, I think they turned over the ball four times. Didn't yeah. play well defensively. Like just yeah. didn't play well. So I think if they come out and play halfway decent, establish the run, play with enthusiasm on defense, I think they can get the job done. Now. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'll agree with that. I think that, you know, the Steelers, they know that they have the division locked up. Um, they don't yeah. have the conference locked up because the Chiefs are literally right there. The Bills are still in, in you know, reach and distance. Um, but I think, the, I think the Raiders, they the Ravens, they have no choice because this is – it will be different if this was just another run-of-the-mill year with the Browns and, the, and you know, the Browns suck. But the Browns don't suck this year. Um, yeah. Y'all trying to play catch-up in that division. Um, you got to keep pace with the Raiders. Because uh, the Raiders are six and four as well right now. Now, if the Raiders would have beat the Chiefs Sunday night, y'all would be in some real trouble right now. Um, but next, makes sense, no sense. Um, does anyone want to uh, acknowledging 
how good Deshaun Watson has been. Deshaun Watson is a top uh, five quarterback this season. Makes sense, no sense. Hell no. No sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, uh, listen, I, I get that, um, you know, you know, people like to think Bill O'Brien is like the worst coach of all time and all that stuff and use that as, and use that as an excuse for Deshaun Watson. But I, I have to say, man, Deshaun Watson is kind of – one of the most overrated players in the league, in my opinion. Oh, wow. um, I, I just feel like, you know, given what that division has been in the past, given that you have, you know, Nuke on, you know, you have DeAndre Hopkins on your team, he just hasn't really taken that leap. Um, and, you know, obviously this year is, you know, a rough year. Coach got fired and all that type of stuff. Um, but I don't think that he's solid. I think he's in the conversation for top 10 in the game, but I don't think it's like firm top 10 so damn sure not top five all right <laughs> I'm a, I, I gotta i gotta kind of agree with why on this one I, I don't think he's the most overrated player but he's starting to look more and more like devin booker to me somebody who can feel the stat sheet but the the wins and the way the team around you just ain't looking good right now and obviously i know he needs help you know don't get me wrong um but I, even last year when he had help and they got blown out by the Ravens. What, weren't they up? What? Wait, no, they were up 24-0 against the Chiefs last year. And got smoked oh, yeah, by yeah, 30. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. By, they still, and, they, and still lost by double digits. And, like, everyone wants to blame Bill O'Brien, and I get that. You know, he's the easy person to blame. But Deshaun Watson requires some accountability in that as well. I mean, I think they – I was talking to my homies about this. Uh, <laughs> Brad and Adrian, I know they listen to the show, so they'll text me once they hear this. But um, I think they only scored, like, seven points, like, after – like the the Chiefs started coming back, like that's just like inexcusable. And I get it, you know. Everyone was like, "Oh, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are ridiculous," and da 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 da. But like, there's some accountability on Deshaun Watson's part to where like you should at least put up a little bit of a fight. Like you were up 24-0, so I think that um, a lot of his, you know, a lot of his not weaknesses, but a lot of his blemishes on his uh, in, in his career get kind of covered up by, "Oh, it was Bill O'Brien, it was Bill O'Brien." But um, yeah, I think I think it's it's time to start holding them accountable, the way we do Lamar Jackson and all the other guys. Yeah, all right, that's fair. All right, makes sense, no sense. Um, Justin Herbert is putting together a top QB rookie season of all time. Yeah, it sucks. He doesn't have the wins to match up with it. Yeah, but he oh, is he's, no, he's, numbers wise. Yeah, he's smashing this, the record books in terms of. Uh, rookie quarterbacks with 300 passing yards, rookie quarterbacks with three touchdowns in a game. Um, yeah, I think this he's up there in the class with Cam Newton's first year was crazy. Um, who Andrew Luck had a really good first year, yeah. rookie year. I think those are the only two guys in recent memory who had really and RG3 had a really good rookie year, too. Yeah. Um, so those those guys, he's he's right there. He's right there yeah. with them as far as just individual performance. Yeah. Played 10 games, 68 percent completion, three and seven, 2,699 yards, 22 touchdowns, six picks. And and yeah. and as and as played, stood up with the best of them, Tom Brady, you know, um, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees and just, you know. Um, and, and none of the losses are his fault. He's not out there making rookie mistakes, which is um, I hate that, you know, what I'm saying him and Joe Burrow can't go down to the wire to compete for that championship. I mean, for the Oof, year, man, hate, hated that news. Hated to see that news. Hey, I, I believe that if I'm a rookie, if I'm a quarterback coming in, 
and the Cincinnati Bengals and New York Jets have that top pick, I'm demanding that I don't get drafted there. Because I just yeah. feel like those, those like Joe Burrow, if you watch the play, it was a – I was talking to my man, Evan, who was a Bengals fan. You ever met one of those? Um, he's a Bengals fan. And I was telling him all season, yo, Joe Burrow, y'all need to protect him. He is getting hit entirely too many times. And he was like, I know, man, I know, man. And if you saw the way he got hurt on Sunday, it was because his offensive lineman was shitty. Hate to see it. Man. In nine games, he was sacked. He was sacked thirty-two times. Yeah, I remember, I remember when we played him. One of our D linemen popped the shit out of him. Did you see and Chase like, Young pop him, bro? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I saw that. He he got and and the thing is, much I I and and this is the reason why he's like a fan favorite. He just hopped right back up, just like whatever. I know that. Like no, hurt like a bitch, <laughs> and just hop right back up, like it won't nothing. Um, so I, 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 man, I hope he can come back, man. He's one of my favorites. What do you um, think, though? He tore, he tore, he tore his ACL and MCL, right? And as yeah. a, and another, he basically, he basically, has other structural damage. Yeah, he has structural damage. He basically crushed and tore every major important. Yeah. He, I, he, he, he had the Teddy Bridgewater injury. Yeah. So yes. it might take him, it might take him some time to come back. I wouldn't be surprised if they decide to just sit him all of next year. Really? Um, I, I, cause it, it, apparently I was, I was doing some research on the injury and everything. Apparently it takes you a whole year to come back from it. This time uh, next year, this time next year, it's week 11. You might as well just let them fit. You don't even play them. Don't even worry about re, re-injuring it. Just sit them for the whole year. You know, you'll get a, you get a high pick this year, you get a high pick next year. And then you just go from there. Damn. I hate, I, I hate that for them, bro. You got your number one overall pick. You got your franchise quarterback. And now you set back until 2023. Yeah. And he <laughs> was playing so and he wild. was and he was playing so good. And you know, he was making the best out of the awful situation in Cincinnati. Um, but man. Prayer, prayers to him, man. Hey, just man, just yeah. a great dude. That's oh man, shit's crazy. Hopefully he um, recovers quickly. Uh, but we're about yeah. to get into the NBA real quick, but let's pick on some NFL games for week 12. You know, I really wish that the NFL would take advantage of the fact that everybody is sitting in front of a TV with their family on Thanksgiving day and give us three fantastic games. I get it. The Cowboys and the Lions is tradition. They got to play on Thanksgiving. No, it's, we, it is, oh, you mean, oh, you mean just in general? Okay. Yeah, they, no, they, yeah. have, they, they all, they both play a game on Thanksgiving day. I get it. It's tradition, but sometimes traditions have to die. I don't want to see the Texans and Lions. I don't want to see the Washington football team and the Cowboys. Yeah, that's the one that where they messed up. Because the Falcons and Lions, you know, before the season, the I understand. Or Texans and Lions. Before the season, I can understand, you know, okay, we're making the schedule. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins had been traded at that point. It's like, okay, you know, Matt Stafford. I, I, I get that. That was supposed to be a good game. The Washington football team, they 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 should not you be on better. national television. Like they they shouldn't be. Like I understand everyone has to have at least one Monday night game or whatever. Give them that and that's it. They they're never good. They weren't supposed to be good in preseason, like at, at all. Like I would have much rather had like a like a Packers, a Packers versus Cowboys, maybe. Like bring the stars out, like how NBA does Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. The NBA. Christmas Pat Mahomes game. needs to be Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs need to be on Thanksgiving next next year. Has yeah, to be. right. Like we could have we could have played what 
Chiefs and that Chiefs and Raiders game could have been Thanksgiving. We could have played. Chief, oh, this is a Chiefs and Bucks game this Sunday. That would have definitely been a good Thanksgiving exactly. game. That, that would have been a great Thanksgiving game. Like, look, but I mean, the, Ravens, 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 and what's the name? Are, well, what they need to do, they need to go ahead and make the Cowboys and Lions play at 12. No one's really watching that game. You know, food ain't ready. No one watching that shit. Just throw that on. Uh, and in the next. Ready, <laughs> Nasty ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> that green bean casserole don't take that long. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Go ahead and let them play at twelve. Let get that out the way, and then the next two games need to be like fire, like you know, Chiefs and Chiefs and Raiders, or like Chiefs, Chiefs and Packers, and or Chiefs hey, and Bucks, and then the Raiders are, and Steelers. Hey, should the Bucks be afraid of this Chiefs game on Sunday? They're <laughs> I don't think that they're going to lose, but I think hell yes they absolutely. Wait, you think you don't think the Chiefs are going to beat them? No, mm. I don't think so. I think that every time Tom Brady has had a lackluster game this season, he he's back. come back and balls the fuck out. Um, like after he got blown out by the Saints, came back the next week and threw four touchdowns. Um, the first week he got blown out by the Saints. That's when he. That's when he went crazy against the Chargers and had five touchdowns. Yeah. So I think. I think he's due. I think he's due for another big game, um, and I think they 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 squeeze out a victory that way. Yeah. What? Uh, how you looking at that Seahawks and Eagles game, though, Big Dog? <laughs> Monday night. It's hey, a Monday man. night game. Yeah. So I understand that your offense has looked shitty. How's y'all's defense look this season? I haven't got the, the chance to pay too much attention to it. It's just not, not, not can y'all can can y'all contain Russ? Can y'all contain Russ, DK, and Tyler? No. I mean, <laughs> I mean well, so it's gonna be a, so if you want to win, you have to win a shootout basically because both defenses suck. But the thing is, I don't know, bro, because. Last year, and and though you know DK has taken a big jump, uh, DK has take, took it, taken a big jump um, from last year to this year. They held him to like ten points last year. Like they only won the game, I think, like seven to ten last year in the playoffs. So like I don't know. Um, I think it's a Monday night game. I think they understand this a must win. I think this may just be one of those weird games that they somehow, some way, find a way to pull out. I'm just hoping that because Seattle's defense is so bad. Carson can take advantage in the but offense. Carson ain't been looking good at all. No, nobody on the offense has been looking good. No, but Carson, yeah. Carson is a part of this blame. Let's not absolutely, a- absolutely. Carson has looked bad, but had so has literally everybody else on that offense. Yeah, I actually just about. So, um, I think like Pro Football Focus they put out a really dope video last night, um, where basically your entire performance as a team each player gets a grade based upon their metrics, advanced stats, and all that good stuff. And they showed the highest graded player on each team. Wanye, do you know the high? I'll give you three chances to guess who is the highest graded player on the Philadelphia Eagles for the season so far. <laughs> Jason Kelsey. No. <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders. No. Darius Slay. No. I'll give you two more guesses. <laughs> Um, Fletcher Cox. No. Brandon Graham. No. Who? It's not. It's um. Oh, I'm trying to make sure. I, uh, y'all, y'all wide receiver Richard. Richard. Richard Rogers, my Richard guy. Rogers, yeah, he he's had a, he a tight end. He yeah, a tight end. He's straight, okay. man. Yeah. Um. He's the highest graded player on y'all's team. 
and I would see like that's like that <laughs> like that's like that's our third string tight end. Like that's not okay. Like that that's not that's not a like that's a big issue. And like everyone wants to be like fuck Carson, he fucking sucks. And da, da, da. And he's been bad this year. And you know what? But like everyone on that team damn near has been bad. It took me a minute to realize, and the only reason I realized is because I have him on two of my fantasy teams and he's on my bench. Zach fucking Ertz. What happened to him? That too. I mean that too. Is he, is he, I, well, he got he got hurt. Um, he got hurt. Dallas got hurt. Got hurt for a little bit too. Yeah, like hurt. like. Yeah, I mean the O line. You. Yeah, I mean Jason every, Peters. Like what the what, why? Are you, dude, I don't know. I don't know why he's still on the roster. <laughs> I mean he's 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 our Udonis Haslam now. Except he's actually <laughs> fucking playing. He's on the fucking field for whatever reason. I don't understand. I can write a 10-page paper on all the things that's going wrong with the Eagles this year. But somehow, some way, they're going to figure out a way to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, y'all, and still have, y'all still have the number one, Number that, one in the division. five was the best thing that could have happened. Hey, y'all. it sure was. But, man, this is, this is, this is the beginning of a, of, of a rough stretch for us. So I'm just hoping that we can make it out in one piece. All right. Well, speaking of one piece, the NBA was shattered into pieces. Um, this past week uh, with NBA free agency slash the trade moratorium being lifted slash the NBA draft, which was last Wednesday. Um, so let's go through winners first. Uh, give me a couple teams that you guys believe were winners with everything, like take taking everything into um, account. Um, the draft, free agency, and any trades that were made and just GMs that got really busy. Um. You know, obviously the Lakers. You know, that's that's on everyone's top of the list. I think. How much they, better did you think? Do you think they got? Did they get substantially better? A little bit better. I think they got about six to seven wins better this year. I don't think they got substantially better, but they were able to replace a lot of key components. And yeah. Most of the time, championship teams can't do that. You go, you get, you got a championship team. You win a championship. Got a got got a few guys, a few quality role players like a Avery Bradley, Dwight Howard. Um, who else did they lose? Danny Green, even though he was kind of shit in the playoffs, he was still an integral part of that team. And most of the time, that those championship teams can't replace those guys. When you replace those guys with Marcus All, um, Montrez Harrell, which I think was the biggest surprise of free agency so far, probably. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder, like they got some great pieces. Him and Dennis back. coming off the bench gonna go crazy, dude. I mean, they're 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 in a very good spot. Yeah, I think they're. And in they a and very they and they keep spot. keep keeping KCP. Another winner, I, I think my Sixers did, have done. I think Maury and Elton Brand have done a great job as well. Yeah. Getting rid of that Al Horford contract. Thank you, Lord. Even though Danny Green is not much of an upgrade, but he'll be gone after this year, most likely. Um, Getting Tyrese Maxey in the draft, the guard out of uh, Kentucky. I think he's going to be like a, like the next shy. Um, Seth Curry was a really good pickup. So I, th- I think they made some good moves as well. Uh, who are your winners? I'm going to say uh, I think the Pelicans. I think the uh, Los Angeles mm-hmm. Lakers. And I also think the Suns. Um, the reason why I say the Pelicans, you know, they just gave Brent B.I. the ex- extension. That's going to be huge. That means they want to pair him with Zion and allow them to kind of grow together. Uh, but the the sneaky pickup they got is uh, Stephen uh, – damn, was Stephen Adams. Adams. Like, that. that's something that 
kind of replaces the lack of what you were getting from niggas like Jalil Okafor and the other big dude they had, Derek Favors. And it gives you somebody who's consistent, who stays healthy, can get you boards, doesn't need the ball to score. Like, he, he literally is a cleanup guy. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying, like, that that team, I feel like even with them losing Drew Holiday, I think this is where B.I. And, and Zion really get to kind of grow and be who they want to be. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Lakers, because not only did they pick up uh, uh, Dennis Schroeder and um, and Montrez, they got Wesley Matthews, who's a shooter. You know, LeBron loves his shooters. And then they got Marcus Saul. Now, Marcus Saul, that's, that's the, the key piece to this, because I don't think that – I think Marcus Saul kind of gives you what LeBron wanted in a Kevin Love. Obviously, Kevin Love's a, a higher volume shooter, but Marcus Gasol is one of those guys who's a good passer. He's a big passer. He doesn't necessarily need the ball to be like effective on IQ. It's, it's all IQ. It's all yeah, IQ. like he he's a he's a great player. So like I think I think this those two teams uh, specifically, and obviously the Suns. I think them picking up Chris Paul is a, is a huge thing. Um, I don't know how far it's going to get them in the Western Conference, but. I do like I do I really like what the Lakers did and I really like what the Pelicans did. I think the Lakers did the a great job at creating space between themselves and their and their direct competition to a to another trip to the finals. Um because I it, the, the the Clippers, we'll get to losers in a second. So I'm not even gonna talk about the Clippers, but I'll leave it here and then I'll get my winners. Um the clip the, the the Lakers did a really, really good job of just creating space. Because if you really take a look across the Western Conference, a lot of teams, for the most part, stayed packed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think the I don't think the Rockets got any better. Absolutely not. I, I don't think the Clippers got any better. The Clippers got worse. The Mavericks clearly have this. The Mavericks have a lot of the Mavericks, the one of two things is happening in Dallas. The Mavericks either have all the faith in the world and Luca and Case and KP to just run it back. And you said, you know what I'm saying? We did what we did to the Clippers last year. Let's do it again, but go further. Or they're like, let's see what we could do this year. And next summer we're making a splash and we're gonna kidnap Giannis from Milwaukee. I I that's the only thing I could think of. Um the Suns, they got better, but they didn't get championship better. Um yeah. the Suns just got, hey, Devin Booker. Here's your new tutor for the next two years. And, 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 the, Nuggets, <laughs> and the Nuggets didn't really make many the moves Nuggets, neither. And I know they're they're trying to you know build that young core, but they didn't make yeah. any moves either. Yeah, but um, my winner is gonna sound weird, but my winner is the Golden State Warriors. Um, okay. Only because I think that when Clay Thompson went down the day of the draft, a lot of GMs would have panicked and made some stupid moves, made a trade or something of that nature. But I really liked I, I liked the fact that they took that second pick, went and got uh, Wiseman. I really, really liked the Nico Mannion pick um, in the second yeah. round. I really like Nico Mannion out of Arizona. Um, I love the Kelly Oubre pickup. And I like the fact that the Warriors are doing something that we haven't seen them do in years, and that's commit to death of their roster. And they haven't been able to do that because of money with the Kevin Durant contracts and such, but they actually have death now. Um, they got, you know, Marquise Chris. They still have Kavon Looney. They have Eric Pascal. So they had they they went and got Brad Wanamaker from the Celtics, um, who can is going. They also to- got um. They also got Baysmore too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cam Baysmore. Yeah, Brad Wanamaker is going to be a great backup uh, point guard to Steph Curry. So 
I don't I don't really know what the Warriors ceiling is this year. I think they can get 50 wins. Um, it's just gonna I think if Steph just silences all haters and just goes if if he somehow is able to be 2016 Steph again, if I don't know if he has it in him, um, I think that they can compete for a Western Conference throne. Yeah, I think you I'm you know, remember we were saying this all last year and then he got hurt. I think this if you know Steph stays healthy. This is going to be his year to be to prove to all the haters, like my not necessarily. I'm not a hater, but prove to all the naysayers that hey, I can still I can still do this by myself. Yeah. You know, I can I can carry a team. And like we like we were, I think me and you agreed like a couple months ago. Steph is in one of those. I think he's kind of reached not LeBron status, but like he's in that sphere where he's kind of just tying up loose ends of his legacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. he gave us everything that we really wanted. I mean, what else do you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got your yeah. win. I mean, you know, get your finals MVP. The finals MVP isn't the end-all, be-all, but you, you've given us a historic season or two. You've given us rings. You've given us legendary playoff performances. They're just tying up loose ends. If he can come out here, lead the Warriors to a, a top-four seed, take, you know, get them to – if he get them to the final. I think Steph getting this team to the finals is all that I really care to see um, in terms of – Oh, oh yeah. I mean, if, if he, if he, if he could make, um, if he can make it to the finals with this roster, yeah. I mean, he would be on some Braun type shit. Yeah, I mean, that that would be. But I got, I got another winner for you all. Who? Um, the Atlanta Hawks. I, I think they they were very aggressive in free agency, getting Danilo Gallinari. Um, they signed Bogan Bogdanovich to an offer sheet. I don't know if the Kings will match it. Probably not. Um, so, you know, if that goes through, then they'll they'll go ahead and get that signing. And then Rajon Rondo, I thought, was a very good signing as well. Um, you know, they got Clint Capella at the trade deadline. They're looking like a very formidable roster. We'll probably, we'll probably be in the playoff mix, you know, maybe in that, Definitely. Seven, maybe in that five or six um, seed. So I'm, I'm very excited to see how they, uh, how they look on the floor this, this year. Let's go losers, man. I know we all got one one loser, and it rhymes with blippers. Yeah, the Clippers, man. <laughs> if the only move, the only move they made was getting Serge Ibaka, and they extended and a, they extended Marcus. Yeah, and ca- cashed out Marcus, which you know, you know, much respect to him, much respect to him. Get that cash, but, but hell, yeah, no. hell, hell no, nah, not sixty four, no. not sixty four, bro. Hell no. Sick hell fuck no. What? Nah. I, don't, I don't really know. I don't really know what they were thinking. I mean I I guess also like they probably should have really focused in on trying to keep Trez, but I, I don't see why you wouldn't keep him after they what gave, he did for y'all they, this year. They, they, <laughs> they literally gave Marcus Morris's money. That should that was Trez's money. Yeah, Trez said that they didn't want him there. Yeah. Trez said that they that said they, go they ahead and walk. They literally gave Trez's money to Marcus Morris, and I feel like Trez going to the Lakers tells me everything he we need to know about how he feels about the Clippers. Yeah, literally going down the street. Like, yeah. where did Blake Griffin go again? Nowhere. He's yeah, with he's, Detroit. He's still in he's jail. Yeah. He's still in jail. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is that contract. And the thing is, like in this free agency period that they've had. I mean, I don't even know if there was really moves for them to make. Um, I mean, I mean, I obviously, you know, retaining Trez maybe, but like, they're just kind of in a weird spot 
Uh, they they got some things to do though, man. Or Kawhi and PG are gonna be out the door after this year. They, yeah. they gotta make something. Yeah. Yeah. I will say also, I think the Knicks obviously never do anything right in free agency. They they picked up Austin Rivers. That's cute. But they weren't in the, well, another year, another failure to sign a big free agent. And you I know? say the and I gotta say the Hornets too because they were having a good. First of all, okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Damn, they were having, they were, oh, they were on a good track. Hold on, they were on a good it. track. Let's talk about it because <laughs> let's talk about it because I have, of course, I got friends that are Charlotte Hornets fans. Um, yeah, I got Morgan. Was you know we we got into a little debate because we were we were playing Call of Duty when the Gordon Hayward news dropped. And I was like, I know these niggas did not just give Gordon Hayward $30 million a year for the next four years. And he was like, bro, what do you mean? That's a big, that's a big signing. I'm like, no, the fuck it's not. It's like, I'll give credit. If I had to grade the Hornets offseason, I'll give it a C. Only reason I would give it a C and not an F is because I want to give credit to them at least trying to remain relevant. They're trying. Yeah. They're at least they're they're at least trying. The Knicks are not trying. You know what I'm saying? Like the they went against and they were go ahead. And I got and I gotta give them credit just real quick to not going to get Russell Westbrook. Um I think that was a big thing for like, you know, two weeks after he, you know, announced he wanted to trade, they were like, Oh, he might go to the horns, da da da. Doesn't look like that's gonna happen. So like that's you get bonus points for that because Old Jordan would have pulled the fucking trigger on that shit. <laughs> you yeah. see, he did for Terry Rozier last year. So how many, yeah, how many seasons? Yeah. How many years out of this four-year contract for Gordon do you think it's going to take for that contract to just be absolutely abysmal? Two. I think you're going to see it in the first year, to be honest. <laughs> I, like, yeah. you, I mean, you pretty much just got a Nicholas Batum, but younger yeah. again. Nicholas you, Batum, uh, but make but make it Caucasian. Basically. Real talk. Basically. And I and I I think he can be better than Nicholas Batum, but it was just so pointless. It's like because it, it like I always think of things like with a with a wider lens. I'm like, did you think someone else was going to give him around the same money, and you felt the need? Like, why didn't you be like like why didn't you if he if he came to the table asking that y'all should have let him walk and someone else make that decision? Because I'm yeah. like, was somebody else offering like four years? Like, I don't know what the thought process was at. I don't, I don't yeah. know what it was with that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll say also the Celtics, they're not losers, but they're not winners. Yeah. They're not losers. I think, I think, I think the Tristan Thompson uh, signing was a good signing for him, though. Yeah. That's, that's the, I, I think, you know, what they were looking at in that um, YA is, for one, you had to replace Al Horford with somebody that could do something. But also, remember, they didn't have really good bigs. They had Ennis Cancer coming and, off the and, bench. And Danny Ainge was being selfish. Indiana yeah. was willing to send Dirk, Doug McDermott and Miles Turner for Gordon Hayward. But Danny Ainge said no. First of all, he's being greedy as fuck. Because ain't no – they did not – he wanted Doug McDermott, Miles Turner, and Victor Oladipo. That's over. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. need Victor on that team. At all. Like, you at don't all. need Victor. At, you know yeah, at all. So then that's the, the Pacers, rightly so, were like, nah, I'm not doing that shit. Absolutely not. Yeah, fumbled the bag because Miles Turner would have been a – Miles Turner plus maybe getting Tristan Thompson to back him up would have yeah. been a much more formidable front court. Formidable, and they would have been, in my opinion, that would have made them Easter Conference favorites to me. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that. They would yeah. Have been, 
Nobody's touching their because they they were they were literally only missing a big last yeah, year. They were only missing a big, and they what? Then y'all take because because Bam because Bam was going crazy because Tice could not keep up and Canada exactly. damn sure couldn't either. Miles Turner would have he would have he would have he would have been a lot better. He would have no, been a lot better. No, because we definitely swept the Pacers with Miles Turner. Relax. Okay, right. nigga, but we're yeah. not saying Miles and Turner Miles, be the fucking star, nigga. We're saying Miles Turner ain't gonna be the one who changes listen, your whole you nigga with, with Jason Tatum with Jason Tatum, Kimba and JB. Think about how the defensive scheme changes when you go from playing with fucking what's what's the light skinned point guard and. And I keep forgetting his fucking name. Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm, think about how the Malcolm defensive Brogdon. scheme changes when you're going to play from coaching matters too. When you're playing for who's the coach of Indiana? Is it Nate McMillan? Not Nate. McMillan. Not anymore. Nah. Yeah. When, you, when, when you're playing Indiana with Malcolm Brogdon and Victor Oladipo, now we're playing with guys that love to defend. Kemba. You're playing with an All NBA defender and Marcus Smart, and then you have a player in Jason Tatum who's better than anybody on Indiana. It definitely could have changed the defensive makeup and taken some pressure off of him. Because Miles Turner, he's a block, he's a blocks expert. In no way, shape, or form, I'm not saying he was gonna keep Bam in check, but he would have did a better job than Daniel fucking Tice. Exactly. In all respect, and they were going, bro. The Celtics were so skinny and thin at big man that they were. Uh, uh, shout out to the West, the West Charlotte, the the seven hundred four legend. But Grant Williams is not it. It's not. It, it's bro. not. It's the Celtics not, bro. were literally a big man from the finals, bro. Like everything yeah. else was fine. You know what I'm saying? They needed the Tice. Tice gave you some good cleanup minutes. He play a little bit of defense. He gave you some boards, some hustle points. But that's about it. He's not a really skilled player. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I mean, hey, we'll, we'll never know. You know, what Kanye say? Perhaps we'll never know because Danny Ainge is Danny Ainge is starting to look a little funny in the light to me. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, he, he just he got to realize, bro. Everybody ain't Brooklyn, bro. You're not gonna be able to get off like how they got off exactly, with Paul Pierce bro. and KG, like. You're not gonna be able to do that to everybody, bro. Yeah, you talking is, to cause Larry Bird is running things over at uh what's the name? Come on now. Yeah. In Indiana, yeah, you're not gonna be able to you, you can't play a player, you know what I'm saying? Um, exactly. But before we get out of here, let's go ahead and look at the NBA two early power rankings provided by NBC, NBC Sports, power, uh presented by Xfinity. Um let's just go through like the top 15, because who cares about the bottom 15? Um we tell me when y'all have a problem with anything. Lakers at one. Heat at two. I don't Clippers, think we're that high. Clippers three. Problem. And the thing about it is, I have a problem with that because this list is only a day old. And they still have the Clippers <laughs> at three. They, they yeah. made this list yesterday. Um, Clippers at three. Warriors at four. Yeah, they, they clearly didn't. They, they clearly tripped. Bucks at five. Brooklyn at six. Nuggets at seven. Celtics at eight, Raptors nine. Yuck. Sixers ten. Yuck. All yeah, right. this. Yeah, yeah. This this, this, this list, list is pretty awful. Awesome. This list is ass. This, this is a bad list. Hey, but so we'll, so we'll, we'll we'll make our own. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll make, post we'll, that. We'll, we'll, we'll see y'all. We'll we'll come back next week with this because this list is ass. Yeah, I, don't I think, think I've ever seen the Spurs. I think the Spurs should be ranked at like top fifteen, just just off the strength. Of Greg Popovich still being there, possibly. I think the I think the Nuggets are way too low. Um, yeah, I, I, think I think the Clippers. I, I think the Clippers and Heat are too high. Um, Agreed. I, the, the Celtics weren't in that, were they? Celtics were eight. 
Okay. I, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good spot for him. I think the Raptors should not be in the top 10. Um, losing Gasol and Serge Ibaka mm, and not really bringing anybody to replace them, I think those guys are probably – I mean, they'll probably be at the. It was, it was a good run. It was a good run. It, it, it was a good run, and last when, year was you know a good a good follow up year and all that. I think that whenever your highest paid players are Fred VanVleet and Kyle Lowry, we have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> we have a problem because I'm looking. Fred, Fred should have went somewhere else, man. Well, not no. Nah, Fred, nah. Fred, Fred came out and quoted. He said, "Hey, I got a ring. It's time to get cashed out." Hey, so you I, got to. I don't necessarily think Fred cares where he went, but their highest paid players. They're giving Kyle Lowry thirty-five million this season. Shout and out to my oof. boy, man. <laughs> and then, then they're gonna give Fred Van Bleet, Um, I think they're giving him twenty on the head. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, it's quiet for them. They ain't cashed out Pascal Siakam yet, though. Did they cash him out? I think he's due for an extension after next year. Okay. Because I think I, it's your four. I think you have to get cashed out for your fourth year. Uh, I think okay. This is just his third year. Oh, I need him to. Uh, I need Pascal to, to 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 show me something, man. I need him to yeah. show me that he that he that dog ass nigga we thought he was when Kyle went when Kawhi Leonard was there. Yeah, like, everybody looks good when you're standing next to Denzel. You know what I'm saying? That's like, very true. It's, it's real easy to look good when when you're standing next to Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> when Michael. Hey, hey, nah, 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 bro. That nigga, nah, Kawhi ain't no Denzel, and he ain't no Kobe. After that bullshit, he just pulled in the, <laughs> the playoffs. Uh, okay, in the context <laughs> of that Raptors championship, fuck everything. Yeah, else. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was that on that. Yeah, he was on his shit that year. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> But, yeah, man, we'll come back with our two early rankings for the NBA because next time uh, we publish the episode, it'll be December 1st, and we'll be literally three weeks away from the NBA season. The preseason starts next weekend. That's fucking crazy, bro. They did not get enough of a break. If I was the fucking – if I was the players' union, I, I know they're getting cashed. If we wasn't getting cashed out, I'd be like, hey, strike. Fuck all yeah. this. Fuck for real, for this, real. Nigga. My body for will real, fall real. apart. Um, real talk. You, you saw the Jazz is actually going to have fans, too. They already renounced it. So I know a few other uh, teams are going to do it. I mean, of course, that racist-ass I mean, city would have fans. That racist-ass state, nigga. <laughs> but, yeah, bro, I mean, I, it's only a matter of time, bro. Um, I think the Warriors will have fans sooner rather than later because at some point they got to get a return on investment from that beautiful-ass arena. Same thing yeah. with the Hawks. The Hawks just built a new arena. A lot of these teams, these owners, it was it was cool. It was cute back in, you know, April, and we were starting the season back up, but they got to get – they want to get cashed out. And, I mean, I don't necessarily blame them at the, at the no. end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We got to live, and we got to pay these salaries. If they don't get paid, yeah. these black men don't get paid. So, fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> fuck it. But, hey, do what you got to do. Y'all be blessed. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Oh, man. I need a fucking wall. All right, guys. I'm going to go at this podcast. All right, dog.
Just don't. 